0: Something went on here something went on there. This time on TNT. If your friend plays a wicked game with your girlfriend, is that Chris Isaac's fault? We talk about board games and game shows. And the Sunwing flight from Montreal to Mexico is left. That's all coming up right now on TNT. Hey, hey uh Hey Randy, can you can you uh just hold on one second. I I uh, yeah, I got something sure. Ser- serious to tell you, but uh just just hang on a second. One. Uh, just uh, What the You're you're kind of weirding me out. Like how serious is it? Okay, I just I just wanted to tell you, like uh, me and like your your girl were like hanging out a little bit last week, and like just go got on. A little, got a little bit. Hold on a sec. I think I know what this song means. Are you trying to tell me that things got a little boom with you two? I just, you know, we were hanging out and like, uh, we were just like, uh, you know, Wait, on the beach. get to the point. Well, we were on the beach, right? Yeah, I've been to the and beach. Just, yeah, like we were pretty banged up too, right? Okay, it's already and not like, great. You're on the beach with my girl and you're banged up. And and she kind of looked at me. Oh, but hold on a second. What? Do, okay. What does Chris Isaac have to do with it? Well, is that is that what I think it means? Okay, stop stop playing that song. I know she likes that song at certain times. That's what I'm saying, like uh, on my I was just sitting there on the phone, like on my like rolling around a bit, like kind of wrestling with her a little and then like uh like my phone music just started playing, right? Yeah. Just like wrestling like for like strength performance style, you know? No, I don't know. I don't. Mike. Okay. If I'm putting together the pieces of this puzzle, you're with my girlfriend at the beach under the influence of alcohol, performance wrestling, and you're playing Chris Isaac. What are you trying to tell me? Well, you know, it's just we we got into things, you know. One thing I led into the other, and anyway, I'm sorry, man. It's just like I didn't mean it, and the song really took me away, you know. Well, I, so I thought like maybe you would understand if I like played it for you, like. Well, spell it out know? for me, cause i i'm not I'm not picking up what you're putting down. You wrestled with my girlfriend drunk on the beach. What's the big deal? I'm not. I'm not seeing it. Well, like not just like we, uh you know, like we got into things, you know, a little more than that. Like wrestling. Like. Like, I know what that song means, but it, yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that to me, would you? It wasn't me. She. Was, she wouldn't. She it wouldn't either. It was the either. song. The song, though, man, it just took me to a place like I was on that beach and it was everything was black and white or for like three hours. So you're it's the song's fault? It's the song? I think so, man. I think so. Because I didn't mean to do it. No you know? court of law in the world would convict you, by the way, if that song was playing. Whatever happened while that song was playing is fine, but are you saying you held hands with my girlfriend while you were wrestling? Is that what I'm to understand here? More than that, man, Randy. You held both of her hands? Like, I, I don't understand. That's why you just gotta think about it. Oh, oh my. Oh my gosh! really ah uh, <laughs> yeah yeah man oh my gosh how could that song do this to me i've never that's, done anything so to it, that you know, song like, i mean i've done lots just, of things to that song but i've never done anything to harm it anyway like i'm sorry about that man and could just hope we can just get past Ed, that yeah, yeah it's not your fault it's the song yeah seriously man, man. you know what i'm going to tweet chris isaac right now Because that's not cool, man. We've been together a long time, she and I. I'm sure it happens, like, a lot. You know, that's why. So I deleted the song off my phone. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Because, like, it's just nobody needs to do that, you know? No, man, exactly. I even, (laughs) like, felt like I had the hairdo. And, like, I felt like I was in, like, a Calvin Klein commercial. You know what I mean? Well, honestly, I'm sorry that happened to you. Because that's not cool, that song just really intense yeah i mean it's too much for anyone to bear i need to uh order her some flowers because yeah, that's thanks. a lot for her to go through and can i tell you something i'm glad you and were me there too, with her man like me too like i went through it too like so yeah like, I'm, like, glad I'm, it, I'm glad i'm glad you fl- were there for her man it, that's like, what makes want, you a good friend i don't want flowers or nothing but maybe you could like buy me some drinks tonight yeah i would be happy to do that in fact why don't the yeah. three of us go out we can talk about it or not um, i'll yeah. pay for the whole night i'll get you guys some dinner um i do have plans with my folks tonight so i might have to peel away for a couple hours but why don't i set okay, it up yeah, yeah. that's cool yeah, yeah yeah you know what yeah perfect like i'll drive her home or whatever like is it is it is it awkward for you to see her are you guys cool oh, or do, no, know, like, do i no. need to grease that no that's good man okay that's real good chris isaac What a, like, honestly, what a jerk. He's been, he's he's broken up more relationships with that song. I know, man. And you got to think he's done it on purpose. For sure he is. Like, what would you say to Chris Isaac if you saw him right now? Probably, like, punch him right in the face. Yeah, me too. Man, that's super not cool. How do you do that, man? Maybe the guy, like, I don't get it, you know? Like, it's just so intense. Yeah. Can't stop. Just can't stop once I hear it. So I guess the only the only question I have is, how dumb do you think I am? <laughs> Can you imagine a series called like the Chris Isaac Mysteries, and it's all about people who uh, were unadulterous because of that song? <laughs> They get all fired up because they hear They can't stop. Remember the video? <laughs> yeah, I remember the video. But I think yeah. I think the lore is that she really did not like him. She found him um, cocky. <laughs> and, and then he, like, cranked the jam. And then all of a sudden things went into slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> but I think they did end up uh, intimate at some point. Yes. Right? i think that's probably like someone probably took the time to write that out on wikipedia and sort that for (laughs) us but i think she didn't like him at first and then uh, she did like him because he has irresistible charm because he's a funny guy too and a handsome devil great singer got a lot going for him at chris isaac (laughs) he sure does yeah happy new year bud yeah happy new year by the way happy new year yeah, Happy New Year, everybody. Hope that uh, you're staying on the programs that you set for yourself. And if not, then fuck that. Who cares? Every day is a new day. Amen. It's like life's great wipe board. Life's grapes. Every day you can just wipe or <laughs> clean, start again. <laughs> um, like, yeah, just crumple it up, throw it in the garbage, tear off the next far side. With the, the day of the of Yeah. The oh, I want a side Days of the Year calendar. Yeah, me too. They're the best. That would, do you want to exchange side Days of the Year calendars? That's such yeah, a great it gift. It really is. Because they are so out there, and they're so of a simpler time. um I want to reassure the buds that uh, uh, Ford, the dealer here in town, was able to crack the nut. Oh and oh. figure out flat toe mode on my truck. Well, cuz even our boy Ed texted us saying there it, it, there is no flat flat toe I mode. I know. Like, Baron I'm telling Ed. you, No. There there is. Yeah. So what's the deal? What do you have to do? Like take the pull the seat up and like go underneath the car No, I don't think it's like that. I I haven't picked it up yet. We had a huge um like huge legit old school weather system here yesterday, like snow bomb, in the best oh, possible nice. way, like you're going to, to bed and the wind is whistling kind of thing, and oh. you fill the <laughs> bathtub kind of storm. Yeah. Lost power in the night, but it came back on when we woke up. It was like um, a hallmark winter storm. It was great. Perfect we time went out and built a uh, snow fort, and it was like heavy, wet snow, perfect snowman snow. Um, How tall was this? How much snow fell? <clears throat> well, I think... I'm going to say, oh boy, with the drifting and what have you, I'm going to say oh, there was yeah. like 14 to 16 inches. Yeah, so solid. Yeah, yeah, solid. And is like, it, Is it all still there? Oh yeah, like we went from grass like, to turbo winter. Yeah, same here. It snowed and now it's so cold, it's like minus 21. You know when it's so cold that it's like minus 18. Feels like minus 18. (laughs) Like, there's no... Yeah, yeah, there's no even colder. There's no no extra at all. It's like, there's no joking around. Minus 21. Feels like, get back inside. But it feels like minus 21. Why? We have some minus 21s coming down the pipe this week. Oh, yeah, so it's burling up your way. Yeah. Coming from the upper. But I'm going to tell you something. My wife always says, weather doesn't matter if you're dressed for it. And it is true. It's always worse in your mind, like wind Uh, and rain especially. And then you're out in it and you're like, you know, it's not that bad. Well, we went out yesterday, me and Lisa, for a walk and it was minus 21. And uh, my face, I should have worn snow pants, but my face and legs and neck were getting cold. Like super freezing. But I, I noticed of all, I was sweating though inside. Oh, wow. Underneath everything. So it was like a bad combination. Because <laughs> your body's working so hard to kickstart your yeah. furnace? Yeah. So I'm like, come, Matt, if, if I had to stay outside for a longer period of time, it would have been awful. Because what do they say in this in the wilderness? If you sweat, you die? Well, I remember, in the, in the I, cold? Think, I think I got to Winnipeg before you on one of our tours. And I was going to do a thing at Global. And I decided to walk from the hotel, and I think I was coming from Palm Springs. <laughs> yeah, and the whole my climate change in the body was just, what's going on? Yeah, and the the um, the thing was like three blocks away or two and a half blocks away. I was staying in the Exchange District and walking to Portage in Maine, uh, where Global is. And I asked if I could walk outside, and the person at the front desk was like, "I mean, you you can." I was like three blocks. That'd feel nice. And the first like seven or eight steps, you're like, I don't know what everyone's ha, ah. and <laughs> it you can't breathe. It's involuntary so cold. facial spasm, cold. Like your yeah. face just starts to melt, like a s'more, because it's <laughs> yeah, so cold. Everything, everything turns to ice. Like even up the and nostrils. Then, yeah, like any hair is white turns on like frost. Yeah, and then you're angry. Yeah, and then you get the big ear aches. That's yes. the worst. But um we uh it it wasn't that kind of storm here at all. It's probably minus 7, but we went for a walk this morning, did some shoveling this morning, like got the cars out, like that kind of Canadian winter moment and the yeah. sun is shining and it's awesome. And you're burling around in that truck with those tires. Well, that's no, I like haven't even those, picked like, it up yet because oh, We haven't. couldn't get in there yeah. yesterday, so that's what I was. Um, that's what I was going to say. That thing'll get you around, no problem. Oh yeah, she's got a lift in her and big tires. Um, it's got the big, it's got the big like monster truck mini tires. Yeah, <laughs> and it actually has. I'll send you a, a close up. It has. A and ca- what's has a Canadianity it has, package. Like, is that what it is? Well, they put a Canadianity the package, little... so there's stripes on the side that have a Canadian flag on them. What's up with the t- the little uh, bangers at the front, the two bangers? Well, those are to flat-toe it behind the bus. Oh, yeah, that's right. There you go. So when you're towing, you have two options. One is a tow dolly, which is what we did with, we had a little mini that we towed. And um, so you hook on the dolly like a trailer, and you put the front wheels of the car on the dolly, and then you tow a car that way. And the other option is four on the floor. You flat tow it. And so okay, flat so, towing means all four wheels are on the ground, but that's a different yeah. rig. That's a blue ox system you're into for so that. So the flat tow mode, that's what you're doing? You're unlocking all the wheels to be neutral or what? Yes, because yeah. uh, as I learned the hard way when I towed another Mini that we had on the tow dolly, you can rip the transfer case. Oh, yeah. Because there's neutral in the drive shaft, and then there's neutral in the transfer case, and it has to be in true neutral, which is both. Gotcha. Now I get it. With this Blue Ox towing rig, there's a brake clamp that goes on the brake in the truck. So if you press your brake on the bus, the brake on the truck goes down, too, so that you don't have this heavy truck pushing the bus through an intersection if you're trying to stop, you know? My hands are too clean for this conversation right now. I feel like I need to go get some grease. And I know, but say my... say, you're, say you're Berlin, <laughs> you hit <laughs> the yellow you, light what? and you decide to slam on the brakes. You don't want yeah. all the uh, velocity of the truck behind pushing you even faster. So it has its own brake. Yeah. That's awesome. I there like you go. It. Now I get it. It's all, so now you got it. But wait, so what did you have to actually, you don't exactly know yet manually what you have to do to get it into that mode. Well, I know that the Ford of Canada video that I've watched and memorized several hundred times, here's what you do. (laughs) You turn the key all the way over as far as it'll go without turning the engine over. Put your foot on the brake, put it in neutral, and then you switch from two-wheel high to four-wheel low five times in seven seconds. You're kidding me. No, and you should get a notification on the dash saying flat toe mode enabled so i was i was doing it step by step in the words of new kids on the block and not getting the notification that flat toe was enabled that's but the uh it's like a video game when you're trying to do a cheat into the controller like five times but adding to in seven seconds five times in seven seconds so cheat 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 and you can't help but when you're getting frustrated, go, like I did so it 12 do, times in seven seconds. You did six. Yeah. Gotta anyway. That. Wow. She's going to do some tests. The word that I've learned is Gwyn. Because everyone who's tried says, G- it's so weird because it won't Gwyn. <laughs> um, Gwyn to flat toe <laughs> mode. It hasn't uh, wanted to Gwyn. Gwyn. But now apparently it'll Gwyn. Gwyn Stefani. Yeah. No, it'll Gwen Stefani, so we should be good to go. And there's just like 30 steps that uh, are involved in uh, setting it up. So the two bangers on the front um, hook on to the Blue Ox bar. Then you have a power cord that goes from the bus to the truck. Then you have a safety, like breakaway safety thing. So if it comes off, the truck will hit its own brakes. A couple safety hooks that go between vehicles. Uh, the brake clamp. There's, it's a whole deal. That is a whole deal. Well, very uh, knowledgeable episode so far. Yeah. Yeah, to video. a very specific <laughs> uh, section of people who are interested in flat-toe modes in that particular vehicle. But I like, I'm curious as to why Ed was like, no, you're going to want a Jeep Cherokee for that. Why does he know that? Do they flat-toe? I guess so, yeah. Well, I, I, I guess he ha- maybe he has one up at the cottage or something. Yep. Bur- and he burls it around. Jeep Cherokees are the number one, or Jeeps are the number one vehicles to flat tow, but then F-150s are number two, which is why this was such a head scratcher. Anyway, uh, Did you see uh, Ed created a new pinball game with Rush? So it's like a Rush pinball game. No. Ster- stern pinball. He got to like create, so he's basically like making his favorite game and then like with rush there and their music and getty and alex's voices in the game no yeah there's a little video out on uh, youtube or instagram on bare naked ladies you'll see it it's it's pretty cool him in the studio with getty and alex and they're just like uh doing all these different voices and taunts and stuff for the game but that's uh must be must have been quite a a good time for ed the fact that he got to because he loves pinball and is knows so much about it to actually uh, make a game from beginning to end and, and rush cool. as well. Those are like that's the chocolate and the peanut butter. I know. Yeah, it's 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 double cool. And those guys are so funny. And it must have been a great hang too. I Can noticed, I confess uh, something? Um, I get. I think yeah. yesterday was the two year anniversary of Neil's passing, and. Yeah. Betty White died recently, as you know, which was so sad. A couple weeks from her 100th birthday. And Sidney yep. Poitier dialed yesterday, died yesterday. Yeah. And then last night, RIP Neil Peart was trending. And for a second, I was like, man, why would that happen? I had completely yeah, forgotten that it was two yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of great stuff, uh, recollections and posts about uh, him. That's yeah, another it was just such a bummer. Like uh also just the the quietness of the 3 years that he was battling, nobody really talked about anything and everybody kind of kept it very private because that's the way he wanted it. Yeah. But uh very sad and s- sudden and, and the, even though uh he has such a strong body and huge amount of a body of work, you know. I wonder but, uh, if Alex sad. and Getty will will ever play in any form or iteration again. I I mean I'm I'm sure they would do any anything for tribute, the idea of a tribute to to Neil. Um but uh they were just they were just so connected as a as a, as a trio that uh who knows. I I know for certain that I would I'd be happy to uh to do that gig if it came around to tribute uh, anything for for them would be a, a, an honor. Well, I have to assume, not, not that it's um, in the works or there's anything pending or they've announced that they're looking, but there would be a pretty short list of contenders for that seat, wouldn't there? And I for assume sure. you're near the top of the list. Well, I don't know where I would be. I just know I've had a great respect for both Alex and Getty. And I had the honor to play on Getty's solo record. And I, that was a great experience. But uh, yeah, there's so many incredible drummers out there. There's drummers way better than me. There's drummers that are uh, different kind of realms. There's lots of people that could, could do that gig and play those songs. So Have I ever asked you that before? Clearly Who up, do you look at and say members. they're better than me? Yeah, well, if you look at Instagram and you see these guys that play a million notes a second, like, I just never uh, turn my crank. (laughs) So I can't do that. Like, super, like... uh, I know, but does that mean better or faster? Well, it's faster. So sometimes people confuse technical difficulty with greatness, which is one thing. It's just two different, completely different things with with music because the first and foremost thing is, is groove and, and having a, a, be able, being able to create a feel that is compatible with other musicians. And, uh, that stuff, when it's just going a thousand miles a minute, it, there's no, uh, feel to it. It's just kind of, it's just notes. There's no way so, to jump in. Yeah. And there's also guys that can like Dennis chambers or, you know, uh, drummers like like Justin Brown who plays with Thundercat like they're they can play groove but they're also like Tony Royster uh Virgil Donati there's these guys that are just ridiculous in terms of speed and and groove and stuff but uh so yeah it's it's um like there's a lot of guys out there that make me go man I feel like I need to practice, <laughs> but there's never been someone, uh, that says I'm going to quit, <laughs> you know, I mean, cause Buddy Rich was kind of like that already. Like any, he did stuff at such a high level of efficiency and performance and dynamics that, uh, there's no point to try and go further than that. Like in terms of speed and his, his ability for uh, taking in information like learn he could learn a song he would listen to a song in front of the bandstand and like click you know snap his fingers going through it and he knew it right away hmm. he didn't read music but he could just hear it and know everything about it he he had an incredible sense of time or he could slow things down or he knew exactly to the beat where the tempos were so i mean there's all kinds of stuff that uh, that's why drumming is is and any other instrument is kind of an endless pursuit because um, if someone says someone's better, absolutely someone's better. There's people that are better than me that don't. No one's ever heard of that. Never even you know sat on a stage. <laughs> There's a lot of gifted individuals that uh, um, can't get out of their basements, but they're incredible. Like some people are socially, they have issues with uh, being around people or talking to people. And, uh, that's kinda what's cool one thing about online stuff where you can actually record yourself. I'm sure a lot of people have gotten through that barrier of being social. Uh, a musician, you have to kind of be around people a lot and talk and hang out and to get, you know, further if that's what you're doing. And, uh, there's a lot of musicians that find that difficult because it's a whole other thing that has nothing to do with playing your instrument, you know? So. Well, yeah, it's never occurred to me before, but if if I am confident in my abilities as someone who can improvise in character, for example, um, Mm -hmm. and I don't vibe, to use an overused word, with the people that I'm doing it with, it's just going to sit there. So you do totally. have to have some chemistry. It's not a solo pursuit. It for is a team one. Sure. Or... No, yeah. Like if you're a musician uh, that's incredible and you sit with three other music- musicians or even two of them that are really bad, it's you're not going to fix anything. <laughs> it's going to sound crappy. You know what I mean? It has to be a team effort for it to sound good. Um, I forgot to tell you, yeah. when we were in Boston a month or so ago, uh, the day we were in town... Genesis was playing at the Garden. Yeah. And on the, on the poster, it says, uh, uh, like, l- featuring Lyle Collins or whatever Phil's kid's name Son. is. Because he drums, right? Yeah. Yeah, he plays with him. He's great. Yeah. What's his name? I guess, I don't know. Is it Lyle Collins? I don't know. I don't think it's Lyle. But he's good. He's good. I, I, I don't know whatever his name is. Uh, Tim Oxford saw Genesis, and he thought it was amazing. So, really? Yeah, yeah. Wait, he saw them like this tour. Hmm. No way. I think when they played Toronto a month and a half or, ago or something. But yeah, uh, yeah, he's great. Um, it, it, it's interesting how some some kids drummers are even not well. I mean, like Ringo's kid Zach Starkey is incredible. Some would say he's better, and he is better technically. But Ringo's Ringo. Ringo is is maybe the best energy performer ever. You know? Like Elvis. Ringo's on par with Elvis in terms of uh, getting people off and making people all of a sudden want to dance. Have like you, you watched say, it? Have you watched uh, Get Back or whatever it's back. called? Yep. Yeah, I watched it. What'd I you think? I watched it early. I found it to be kind of like... A, very uncomfortable to watch because I see these guys that, that uh, um, were so easily kind of everything was easy in terms of writing with having Brian Epstein as kind of the guy that filtered the people in and out of the room and, the, and what they were doing was everything because that you see it's all unraveled at this point there's guys coming in and giving their to that's what they are they're collaborative people. So you have all these people coming in and giving them suggestions, and it gets to the point where they don't know um, what's what's good or bad, you know? So they're just kind of following... Who, the Beatles? The, the Beatles are following the, these kind of idiots. Some of them are idiots that are trying to tell them to do this and that. <clears throat> right. Like directors or, or whatever, just because they're... Um, they're, they're those kind of people where they're like, whatever you want. We're, we're here to kind of work. But at the same time, they had lost their leader in Brian Epstein. And he was the one to kind of get like get the fuck out of here. I'll tell them what they need to know and just like tell me what's going on. You know what I mean? Instead of all of a sudden everyone has their own guys and there's people coming and going and they're all kind of separated. So I just saw like a, a raw a group of, of guys that were just, they thought, well, if we work through this, this that everything would be fine. But it was so uncomfortable and so difficult with all these people poking in and out and trying to, they're changing their mind on what they're doing every five minutes, you know? And of course they can write great songs, but nothing even worked out. They go up onto <laughs> play and it's like they get cut off. Like it's completely... uh No wonder they broke up with with all that kind of chaos coming in and out where they can't even just sit together and and do what they actually want to do. And Brian Epstein was the guy to, like, filter all the bullshit and just, like, guys, get into a room, write these songs. Uh, We're going to go on tour. You're going to live the life of luxury. It's not going to be like before. You're going to have monitors and everything. Like, just uh, he would have been that to kind of comfort them into into the next stage of live performance and all that stuff, where it actually started to become easier to perform. And the reason why they stopped touring is because they couldn't hear themselves on stage with no monitors and a shitty PA that's like, there, Gil Hodges, and we have uh, Willie McCovey at the plate. Like, literally, old base, like baseball speakers is where the music was coming from, you know? Like, their, their first tour, so, like why would you want to do that when you get on stage and you can't hear a note you're playing forget it but that had changed by the late 60s and uh but when they were actually starting to 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 get get back to performing and uh no Brian Epstein it just there's no way it was going to work it's crazy how um like Paul is kind of I guess he's just like kind of a dick in a sense because he's very, he knows how talented he is. And uh, they're writing along, and John is like, you know, used to being his partner, used to always having his ear. Like he would always listen to everything John would say. But also, John was like, I also couldn't didn't give a shit about anybody else either because he was so f- fed up. So he was okay with. Uh, Paul picking on George for no reason. Like while George is just trying to uh, uh, accompany everybody, he's getting kind of bossed around because things aren't happening and he's getting blamed for it. You know what I mean? So does no one stand up to Paul? Well, George leaves, right? He quits for a couple of days or a week or whatever because he's had it. So I guess quitting was a way of paul backing off i guess but uh at, like i said at that point everything is so frayed and there's people coming in and the magic christian movie was coming up and, and ring uh, ringo and john were in that so they were like figuring like who gives a shit right now like that's a big deal with working with peter sellers right so yeah it's, it's just a bizarre situation <laughs> if you think about it and they were like, in their 20s still right yeah yeah exactly like you didn't have they're the skills kids. to negotiate with yeah and you don't know who you know people are coming in with all these crazy ideas all the time and you so you're not really sure if it's they're full of shit or not because everybody has these like like these wild concepts and like uh you're it was the it was the era of te- like the technical productions and all that stuff were 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 uh were booming, Like, so they had that Magic Alex guy who was, like, he, you know, he said he could make spotted paint and, like, shit like that, like, stuff that doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just, like, I'll make a, uh, you know, uh, a console that can uh, record this, this, and this, and all this other shit, but it's, like, made up, and there's no way it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Did drugs play a big part in... In this movie, in this I think drugs probably they to, they all would take drugs probably as a medicine to get through the day, as opposed to like just being banged up because they're clearly not banged up. They're all, they're probably mostly straight uh, while they're in there, and you could tell they're uh, very hard workers and serious. You know what I mean? You just see the level of of, of their skill. And, uh, but it's just kind of, you're like, yeah, you see how great they are, but they're kind of, it's, it's always being interrupted. It's that, so it's just really hard to watch as a musician for me. like it's just kind of like watching a, a an awkward family that are, you know, just trying to get through the day, <laughs> you know, sure they're talented, but it's like, it's just, there's all these people coming and going and there's so much, uh, separation from like not hidden agendas but like the conversations are always like two or three parts away with from what they're actually saying or what they actually mean to not offend someone or to actually create conflict so when when john and paul speak to each other and i should watch it and i will but is it is it tense or is it frosty no no it's like it's 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 kind of like you could say anything and no one's gonna give a shit kind of like there's you can tell everyone has this like guard up (laughs) their own personal little shield of of deflection you know what i mean they're all kind of just getting through it and ringo's trying to stay cool through the whole deal and why is he prone to outbursts, or he's just not like no, I think he's the one who's probably the most non guarded he's not- you know he was always kind of just whatever's going on taught let's talk about the weather you want to talk about you know what kind of clothes to wear or a football match or whatever you know like he he's just more personable and grounded, I think maybe that's because um he was such an insane musician to begin with, probably. So he doesn't care. Like he's such his timekeeping and his energy is so great that I don't think he that that uh, you know you meet people that are so confident. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really care what happens, and something could be someone could be falling apart around them, and they're just like, "What have salad?" <laughs> you know, like. That's the vibe, you know what I mean? Where it's just like uh, taking things, not not going to one to ten, you know, like something happens and you freak out and so therefore you're not getting anything accomplished because you're more worried about laying blame or who's responsible for what happened as opposed to like, you know, how are we going to get through it, you know? Because none of that can be controlled. And I think that's... Uh, why Ringo is so... It it, it gives people more of an a, a idea of how he was because that's really how he was throughout everything. Like, you could just... It seems like... Even though he was doing that movie, he never made it seem like uh, he didn't have to be there. I think there were moments when... And I, it didn't get to Ringo, but other times in their career where he felt like he was kind of being neglected and he actually... Walked out. Really? Yeah. So, I mean... The, the, but there was obviously not cameras around there the whole time when that happened. Was um, Yoko there? Yep. Yep. She was hanging out. Uh, but Linda was there, too. Like, from time to time. Like I, I, that, that, There was always people around. That's the thing, though. There was no, like... Uh, just four of them and there's Yoko in a bed. Like, that... Wasn't the case. It was there was people everywhere. It's like a film set. That's what it looked like all the time. Like group of five people on one side, four other people over there. So, like I know if you know in the studio, work didn't really get done if there was people visiting or someone brought in a case of beer and talking and stuff. Like never. Like that was always right. If it's a backstage meet and greet vibe. Yeah, no oh, you chance. Your work done? Like, yeah, like you hear back in the day of like you know uh, Jimi Hendrix doing Electric Ladyland and groups of people there, but he was just so talented and used to performing in a place with people around all the time. Anyway, where the uh, recording at that point uh, was was just on the era of over tra- double tracking and overdubbing recording. Uh, more than one thing so it was still an element of live performance in the studio I guess for for the reason of people kind of coming and going but like you you know as soon as there's someone in the control room and talking or wants to hear something or has a suggestion just things just always go start going sideways do you ever remember uh, high-profile people coming in, like working in the studio next door and coming to sit and watch? Sure, yeah. Like uh, Brian Adams came in while we were in the session in Vancouver because he's buddies with Bob Rock. So he um, just sat, like feet on the coffee table and listened for yeah, a while? Yeah, just like hanging out, hanging out. He suggested if, he's like, y- you should, uh, I should take pictures for you guys. Did he? Which is like hey cool and then you go and it's like 30 grand <laughs> no <laughs> yeah i'm sure for sure so did he Mm-mm. no we already knew you knew what was up but yeah personable really usually it's like if you're working with bob rock that happens mar because he's so connected with everybody you know what i mean is Brian Adams what? just a tiny little map? Uh, not really. No, just kind of walk in with his bag. One of those guys. What's in the bag? I don't know. Some I pedals, like <laughs> some guitar pedals. S- singers and like guys, they like to have a bag of shit with them at all times, like a big bag of shit. Like some throat coat and a I couple don't know. halls. I don't- yeah, I don't know what's in there. It's all, probably just a bunch of Kleenex. What's in Brian Adams' bag? That's very thought-provoking. Bag? in the bag? What's in the bag? What's in the bag? Well, remember when I saw Rain and Tro, he had a bag? Yeah, <laughs> while he was walking around? Yeah. Yeah, like you're just going out to the store and you have a bag. What's in the bag? <laughs> Let's take a break, bud. All right, bud. If there's one thing people love, it's when entitled people get hoisted on their petard. Mm-hmm. The Sun Wing flight from Montreal to Mexico on New Year's Eve. Did you see any of the video? I was so annoyed that I couldn't handle watching them. It so, is. Yeah, I didn't. It was. Well, it's, it's everything you would expect from. Uh, so it was a flight, a a chartered flight of influencers that yeah. traveled from Montreal to Mexico on on New Year's Eve, and and every. I think, I think because everyone is like feeling the weight of this. Oh my God, here we go again. You got to be kidding me. Virtual school, whatever. So to see mm-hmm. these twenty something ums vaping. And getting wasted and partying on this plane, I think, just brings out everyone's "You got to be kidding me!" at once. So, the beats of the story are as follows: This video <laughs> comes out of these people on the flight to Mexico. They're wasted. They're partying and whatever. It's a Sunwing flight, and the ego—like they can't—they they can't like be like discreet and not talk about it. They have to right away. It's like going up on. IG, the yeah. whole thing, because they're influencers. Yeah, just to show how much they're going off yeah, um, and to create FOMO or whatever. <laughs> so they get to Mexico. The videos come out while well, they're posted and shared. Um, and then all of a sudden, Sunwing's like, well, you guys can't fly back with us. Although since the story came out, I I think it's evolved a little bit. And Sunwing said, we will fly you <laughs> home. And the organizer of the charter said, okay, but we need a meal. And Sunwing was like, no, you don't get a meal. So they said, forget it. We're not flying back nice. on Sunwing. Oh, okay. So then they tried to rebook on Air Canada. And Air Canada's like, we're not taking these Sunwing people on our flight. So they, they uh, denied as many of them boarding as they could identify. Well, because they got in hot water instantly because no one had a mask on and the whole thing, and they're all over each other, dancing and jumping around. So right, necking and what have you. Like, yeah, it's like, well, you know what? Then you guys can stay down there for two weeks in quarantine. I mean, I I didn't, in fairness, actually see anyone necking. But they're, uh, you know, they're partying, <laughs> drinking on the plane, whatever. So they get down there. They say, we're not going back on Sunwing if you won't give us a meal. So Sunwing's like, no problem. Bye. and then Air Canada blocks as many of them as they can. Of course, at least a couple dozen of them have tested positive for the Omicron. Yeah. (laughs) So now imagine being stuck in Mexico. Like, I don't know how that works. Do they have to pay to quarantine for a couple weeks? Like, who pays for that? Mexico? Canada? Whose fault is that? I mean, I know whose fault it is, but whose onus is it? I think you got to pay out of your pocket, right? Yeah. So now you have so to rent a, a an Airbnb in Cozumel <laughs> or Tulum for 2 weeks um yeah. with a bunch of your other friends. I mean, it's it's not a great look. It's like um it's from the same palette as the whatever that music festival was where they Fire served Fest. ham and cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the same kind of deal because it's people trying to get away with something and thinking they're above it and then uh, the universe and karma tapping them on the shoulder and begging to differ. Yeah, that's what happens. Greasy salad gets greasy. Greasy salad. So, so I, uh, I, let's give people a taste of what it was like on the flight. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Okay, here we go. Okay, I'll be the promoter who's taking over the mic. (laughs) Okay, taking over. Well, it's basically... Okay, guys, (laughs) Takole, guys, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Totally. Here we go. Okay, guys, Takole, guys, you know what time it is? We're on the Sunwing flights from Mexico uh, to Mexico from Montreal. Are you ready to party, guys? Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! I can see you and C14B He's already to pass out already and We haven't even taken off Oh I'm so drunk <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing On this plane I can't see he pissed I pissed himself. my packs! <laughs> we both went to the same place Okay guys, you know the rule, no mask, uh, have a drink when the cart come up the aisle, uh, dance, and don't forget to tag me on Instagram when you put your video on the internet. Does somebody give me another baguette and uh, some wine. Gerard de Verdieu, please sit down so the drink cart can get you. And cheese! <laughs> Gérard Depardieu um, is uh, rooming uh, with uh, Jean-Guy in seat 35A. Uh, Jean-Guy, come say hello on the mic. Hello! Hello! Jean-Guy, we're um, bumping Pitbull uh, to get the party started. Eat, Mr. Worldwide. Uh, you're going to be Mr. Mexico. Uh, what are you going to do when you get there? I'm going to Party! Ah, oh, that's right. You know that. You know that. Yeah. Oh! And Gerard, don't stop pissing. Uh, the girl sitting next to him, um, uh, Alexi, um, in seat 14B. Uh, what are you gonna do when you get to Mexico? I'm going to get so drunk again. Oh, woo! I'm going to make a hole in my credit card! (laughs) Uh, This plane is lit. Speaking of lit, this girl here is a vape. Uh, What flavor is the vape? A watermelon! (laughs) Haha, you know it. You know that. Uh, This plane is so lit. We're having so much fun and we're pushed back from the gate. It's a A selfie time. It's a party in the sky, guys. Don't worry about your seatbelt. Don't worry about anything. All you have to do is get lit. Want a lemon drop? Shots. Shots. Can you imagine if you somehow ended up on this plane? Like he took... You boarded at the wrong gate or something. You're just trying to go to Ko Coco with your family. Oh, and it just starts going off. And it's going right off. Away. That's the thing I don't know. Was this entire plane chartered by these idiots, or were there other people on it? It must have been chartered, know. right? There's like if there was a, sh- a, f- a photo of just some guy sitting by himself, like uh, totally trying to. Normal, like a normal plane ride. There was something about, or can you imagine you're there with with your toddlers? Oh, man. There was something about, um, the organizer of the thing is trying to finger point Sunwing. And I think Sunwing said they tried to make an emergency landing or something, or they wanted to, and the guy who chartered it (laughs) said, no, you can't. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, because they're like, like, I need to take this thing down. They're like, what? Sunwing flight 423. Get the fuck out of here. Keep on going. Well, here's... <laughs> like, how how at fault is Sunwing? Like, obviously, the well, flight attendants yeah, would have told like the pilot, like, it's, it's going off back there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's what happens when you're, uh, the, the deals, that's the Sunwing deals, right? It's it's not like you're paying for, uh, quality service and food. You're just paying to get where you're going. I know, but there would have been flight attendants. No offense to Sunwing. Didn't you do that? That's like the 1-800 call a plane or whatever. Remember that one that you went on? What was that? The co- you went on a trip, like 1 like 800 Styles, what, wasn't there a 1 800 flight? <laughs> what was that? I don't remember that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you went to a, yeah, the resort you went to. It was one of those, like, <laughs> whatever, the, the uh, airline was one of those kind of airlines, wasn't it? Yeah, I took my mom to San Andres Island off the coast of Colombia. Was that the no, I one? I thought it was with, you went with a buddy. I'm trying to remember. And it was like a resort move, but it was like 1-800, and it was like a jingle, and you sang the jingle. <laughs> really? Yeah, w- maybe it's not 1-800, but it's like something about cheap flights in the winter. <clears throat> oh, wow <1-8-66-wow> deals <laughs> Some, Yeah, I don't know. one <laughs> wow that, 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 deals that's, 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 Get away for less. One eight six six wow that's, that's, deals
1: Yeah, like right.
0: one of, One of those. <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, I've been to Mexico a couple times, burnt my face and scalp badly early in the trip both times and didn't really get to uh, enjoy it the rest of the week. The thing about Mexico is there's a breeze, so you don't realize how sneaky hot the sun is. Oh, well, the breeze or dust. Is it all like uh, that's one thing they don't tell you about Hawaii when you first go there. Is the wind it's very windy can it can get super windy, but yeah, it's beautiful, but sometimes you can be like on the beach and like feel like you're just getting sandblasted. microderm abrasion <laughs> oh yeah for nature's sure. microderm abrasion like if you sat there you'd look like remember that kid powder that movie no <laughs> like he's just some white alien thing where he's like part. <laughs> Like lightning goes into them and stuff. You don't remember that powder? No. Anyway, like if if you're uh, sitting on that beach, eventually you'll just look like powder. <clears throat> just getting blasted. Um, I do remember that about Hawaii, but I, I don't remember it being problematic enough that no, I didn't no. want to stay forever. Yeah, no, it happens from time to time. It's mostly beautiful. <clears throat> Especially if you go like up country a bit. Yeah. And it's like more regular styles. It's great. But anyway, I love Maui. It's great. I'm turning 50 years old this year. Um nice. So my plan is Hawaii 5-0. Oh, yeah. Right? What, like a party? No. Okay. Um, but I'd like to get there. Because we were supposed to go yeah. a couple years ago, and then uh, I right. don't know if you've yeah. heard of the Covum. The pandy, yeah, he took it out. Pandy took it out, so this year is the That's year. Right. You were like going to the Wailea Grand, I think, right? Yeah, <clears throat> we were. You to Maui, yeah, yeah, we were. Um, beautiful, and I think, I think we eventually got our money back, but I, I remember for the longest time, everyone else was like, Yeah, no problem. And the Wailea was like, Well, you did technically cancel. So we're going to hang oh, on to I'm that money. On. But I think they did make good on it eventually. I think the whole world did. Isn't that crazy how long ago that seems? Yes. It's still going. Anyway, talk about something else. Yeah. <clears throat> talk about the something ups. else, bud. Talk about something else. Um, so, yeah. But <clears throat> it does seem uh, like this uh, chapter is going to be especially challenging as we sprint towards the finish line. Exactly. I do see horizons. Do you? Finally. I do. You feeling that? I'm feeling like this is the the last gasp. Yeah. And turning it over. Yes. And some new vi- some new virus in 3 years. Exactly. Some new thing. <laughs> right? What's <laughs> that actually like? All of a sudden you just can't you just like can't think and then you fall down. Oh, what's that called? Oh, yeah. it was the uh, just Came up out of an iceberg in the in the uh, whatever one of those huge glaciers that's falling into the ocean. Thinkosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 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 uh, the climate change banger. That's the one. That one glacier. It's like if that thing goes, then instantly in the next whatever, like the, you're talking like ten feet of water levels. Well, I was looking at uh, real estate in Tampa. Did I tell you this? And Tampa. Yeah, it's like one More. of the, it's one of the hottest markets in the United States. And then Mark Ford was like, "Well, yeah, because it's going to be underwater by 2040." I was like yeah, there's what? Certain areas, certain areas, you have to like think about, and you'll notice it with. Uh, well, you'll notice it in the real estate prices too. Sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes it's like every because the hurricane seasons. Are getting worse and stronger and, and it's almost feels like wow we're in another one yeah as opposed so that part has got to get old the fact that you're replacing your roof every couple of years because it's just getting crushed and windows and all that so yeah there's certain places that have to think about that already at this point like what you know am i investing my next 20 years here because if that's the case and you're dealing with that that's not cool at all. I know. You buy an eight unit motel in the Florida Keys and then it's yeah. gonna be Atlantis in seventeen years. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's not my uh world of info, but I everything I see from that end of it, that's just not uh <clears throat> it's not good news. And it is that's the most like the don't look up movie. Did you see that movie? I wasn't crazy I about the movie. It. I saw it. it wasn't great, but it was okay, but still the concept is there of like, you know, something very important trying to tell people and they don't listen because everybody would rather just talk about nothing else or just talk, you know, issues that aren't can't be solved, you know. That's more gets more ratings and dire consequences. <clears throat> but climate change is getting to that point where um there's certain things that are happening that it's unreversible. So people have to start thinking about uh, how, how how you get through that if there's actual places that are going to become inha- un- uninhabitable because of it, you know? That's why two words, bud. St. John. St. John? when oh, in- <laughs> you're moving inland? Yeah. Well, St. John is are actually a town. Are you thinking about town. it? Well, I was thinking about Moncton because Moncton, places in Moncton have gone up 30% in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, there you go. Well, I, think, I think you're fine on the coast. It's just uh, anything low lying. If, you know, like, uh, and I don't know, who knows what other issues, uh, droughts and all that stuff. It seems to me like all these ones, oh, that's that's happened 100 years ago, don't sweat it. But it's like, well, how come all these other things that haven't happened for 100 years are happening too? You know, like all these 100-year events happening in the last five years. It's true. That that excuse of like, oh, don't worry, it happened 100 years ago. Oh, well, yeah, I, I understand that. But that there's like 50 other things that like haven't happened. And like species that are dying out and all these other uh, clues of... People saying, "Yeah, this is definitely not a cycle. This is not something that goes back and comes normal. We've kind of gone past a lot of things, and that's the the concern." But, but on the bright side, uh, I'm shoveled yeah. out today. Can get my cars You're shoveled out. Shoveled out, are you? I'm gonna take the dog I'm for a while. I'm still walk. noticing like the uh, you can't like uh, it's almost like a race now in this neighborhood of who can have their sh- driveway shoveled the fastest. <laughs> so where do you rank on the fast shoveling i'm like uh if there was a t- like a top in, a top 10 i'd be like uh seven s- s- yeah like third last yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but not but not out right like i still did it but just didn't do it <laughs> yeah you would advance to the next round I what? thought there's a guy, I thought for sure there's a guy with a heated driveway, because it's like it's always the snow, you see it coming. But then I was like, wait a second, it's snowing. And it's been snowing. And it's not uh it's, you know. And then I saw him shoveling. I was like, man, he just shovels super quick. Here's here's the move. I learned this yesterday. We had a guy come over measuring for blinds. His name was Mark. Um, he has the AccuWeather app on his phone. And it gives you right down to, here's what we're going to get. Two centimeters an hour till four. Then one centimeter an hour till seven. Then it's going to turn to rain. So he has the whole day planned when it's going to snow like that. His deal is you do the halfway sneak. So yeah. you go out when it's halfway so you can just push it away. And so then, it's not heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so there's another light dusting that you just yeah. sift through. So while you're sitting yeah. on the and couch eating Chicago mix, Mark's out doing the half banger. Yeah, and it's always the best move is to do the one down the center and then go from the sides on each side. Exactly. And it's fast. Exactly. I have a, a snowblower. I haven't even used it yet because I've been doing the, the center banger. Way! <laughs> in, in our old house, we only had one side to pile the snow, so you couldn't do the center banger <laughs> and then each side. But now there's lots of room on both sides of the driveway that you can just go center and then so isn't it. that prime snowblower territory yeah but it's not it only takes like five minutes to do it with with a shovel five Curious. ten minutes maybe get a little quick sweat on good times winter in canada on my right you don't want to do that when you're uh just like out of shape though no no kidding then you can have a jammer I have I'll a super that. quick, um, uh, uh, the wide, big handle like Scoopy scoops, Scoopsy. Yeah, so you scoop them down and then you just kind of yeah. tilt it up and you move like feet of <clears throat> snow in one scoop. I got the big scoop, yeah, but I also got the hand banger, and I, I prefer the hand banger for speed. I like the hand banger the for. S- oh my gosh, good chatting, bud. S- no, 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 but the scoop is good for like when it's out of hand. That's what it was today, and it was out hand tall. Yep. And the the key to the scoop at the side is to create a ramp so you can just fire it up instead of having to pick it up. Oh, see, I like that. Yeah, you bump it down, then you scoop it up on top of the hill, and then dump it. Scoops, scoops, eh? These are the kind of scoops that we're into. Yeah, that's it. Scoops on the weekend, bud. Cheers, bud.